American Radio. If they want to take my guns, they're going to have to bring a station wagon and a whole lot of friends because I'm not giving them anything. From the Car Firearms Group Studio. On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Freedom might be an uphill battle sometimes, but freedom will always prevail. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark Walters. 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 All right, here we go. Hour two. If you are just joining us, you missed a great hour in hour one. We covered some ground for you. Still didn't get to everything we wanted to. We'll try to cover what I didn't get to in the first hour with the roundtable. In the next hour, it's all on the docket for today's Armed American Radio, the monster cast from the Car Firearms Group Studios. I am Mark Walters in in front of, Greg, the six-hour microphone. Yep. (laughs) The video (laughs) being brought to you by It's Been a Long Day. <laughs> the video brought to you by Lead Slingers Whiskey. All of this being presented every single day, Armed American Radio, six days a week by X Insurance. Great company. Don't settle for good enough coverage. Make sure to check out xinsurance.com. Greg, I want to start the show again with two words. Uh oh. Armed American Radio. Two words. We what does start Biden off say? With two words. Made in America. Oh, good heavens. Okay, well, if if that's two words to Joe Biden, Armed American Radio is two words to this radio host. Two words. Let's get right to the phone. What, Greg? I said two words. Be careful. You have the built-in dump switch. Let's go right to Dr. John Lott. Dr. Lott, welcome to the program, my friend. Always a pleasure to have you here, sir. It's great to talk to you. Glad you made it back in town there. In one piece. Got back in plenty of time to do the show. And I got to tell you, John, you were missed this weekend but honest to goodness you were being talked about and the work that you've been doing lately is getting a tremendous amount of play and god bless you for what you're doing i want to get into some of that with you really too and if we if we have a chance i'll get to a third but your research about the fbi let's start with the fbi because i you know this release went out you know on the fourth it's now getting a lot of airplay fox is covering it as are some other outlets but FBI undercounting number of times armed citizens have thwarted active shooting incidents. And, John, this comes on top of a piece by Fox News on the 5th that at least 12 armed citizens have thwarted crimes in just the last 60 days. I would say it's more than that. That might be the 12 we know of. But let's start with the FBI. What did you find out at, at CrimeResearch.org? What's going on here with the FBI? Because I know a lot of people don't trust the FBI right now. Should we? Uh, well, I have problems with trustee among lots of things, <clears throat> but uh, uh, the FBI puts out annually now what they call these active shooter reports, and they claim that over the eight years from 2014 through 2021, uh, that there have been uh, 11 cases where legally armed citizens have stopped what they classify as active shooting cases. These are instances where guns fired in public, uh, not part of some other type of crime like a robbery or uh, a gang fight over drug turf. And, um, you know, you could get anything from, you know, one person being targeted and nobody shot, actually, all the way up to a mass public shooting. So the types of cases that the Fox News story was talking about when you mentioned the 12, 
they were basically talking about instances where crimes were being stopped by law-abiding citizens, uh, you know, like a robbery or something like that, not these particular type of active shooting cases. And uh, I, um, I've pointed out to the FBI multiple times over the years that they're missing cases. Uh, I pointed that out to them back in uh, the end of 2014, 2015, uh, all the way up and through the time that I was working at the Department of Justice up until January last year. And I pointed it out again to them a few months ago. The disappointing thing is, though, even though I've pointed this out to them multiple times, and even though I even have it in writing, that they acknowledge that they're missing cases, uh, I can't get them to fix it. I can't get them to uh, include these cases. And the problem is they're missing systematically those cases where civilians use guns to stop these types of active shooting cases. They claim that there are 11 of these instances, and they claim basically that they've gotten all the cases there. Um, I count 124, and I make no promise that I've gotten all the the cases. So my count is more than 10 times, about 11 times more than theirs. And, uh, you know, they gave uh, something like $66.9 million to the Active Shooter Center down at Texas State University uh, to go and put this list together and do lots of other things. I don't know how much money went to only this list. Uh, it's probably in the millions, but we don't have millions of dollars. We just have you know, a few thousand dollars to put something like this together. And uh, and yet, you know, we have a much larger list. I Previously, when I was working at the Department of Justice, I had concentrated just on instances where citizens legally carrying guns have stopped what police have claimed would have been uh, mass public shootings, that many people were endangered. So that was a much narrower list than uh, than what the uh, FBI has been looking at with these active shooting cases. But we decided to try to at least look at this much larger, broader definition, and that's where we got up to 124 cases. John, is it does it does this disconnect come from the definition itself of what the no. FBI is defining as an active shooter no. situation versus what no, you are? How, how, where's the disconnect here? No, I mean, we use the exact same definition. We use the same method for getting the data together. Um, you know, I who knows whether they're just lazy, whether they're just not very smart on how to look for things who, you know, I, I don't know. Um, what I can say is uh, if it is by accident, it's kind of interesting because it is very systematic. The cases that they overwhelmingly miss of these active shooting cases are ones where civilians stop these types of attacks. The other thing I'll mention is well, they claim that 4% of active shooting cases over those eight years are stopped by civilians. I think it's over 34%, but even that is an underestimate uh, for multiple reasons. So I'll just mention two. One is I'm a lot more confident that we've gotten more, not, not necessarily all, but more of the cases where civilians have stopped it in the most recent years. So while it's 34% overall, for all eight years, um, if you just look at 2021, for example, it's about 48 percent. 
Wow. And uh, uh, but there's still another problem, and this is something that I've argued with the FBI people about uh, when I was at the Department of Justice, but went absolutely nowhere. And that is, look, I accept their basic definition of uh, active shooting cases, a gun fired in public, uh, not part of some other type of crime like a robbery or a gang fight over drug turf. That's fine. But And that's those are the numbers I just went through. But there's another difference that I would make there, and that is distinguishing gun-free zones from other places. Because the issue here is how often do law-abiding citizens stop these types of active shooting cases? And if you have a place where guns are banned, you can't really expect people to stop those types of attacks. And so, you know, uh, you know, you're going to be biasing down your number if the issue is can civilians stop these attacks? Because the only place they're likely to be able to stop these attacks are places where they're allowed to carry the guns. And in 2021, for example, uh, that number would be about 59%, essentially just about 60% of the time. And uh, so, I mean, that's, you know, I would compare that 60% to the 4% that the FBI claims. So I think it's fairly different. But my basic problem here is that, you know, it's one thing for people to make mistakes. People make mistakes all the time. Uh, nobody has to take my word for it that these are the cases. Uh, as you know, we've put it up on our website. It's right up at the top mm-hmm. of crimeresearch.org. If people click on the link, they will find uh, the list of the cases there. Uh, there's a, a link to take them to the cases, and each of the cases has a link so people can check them. Um, you know, these are news stories. Uh, that's what the FBI did on this because local police departments don't collect this type of information. And you and I both know, and we've talked about my past research on this, uh, the media problems in uh, carrying these types of stories. They don't carry them often. Um, and the types of cases that they do cover tend to be uh, the ones where you know, people are more likely to be killed. All right. Uh, All right. John, hold on, hold on to that thought. When we come back, I want to ask a couple more pointed questions and let you finish your thought. Because some of this, I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me, and I want to try to get some clarification. Dr. John Lott is here for the remainder of the hour. Don't go away. Fascinating stuff. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. 
It's well known that we live in a world where even good police officers can become targets for frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom liability insurance for police officers to eliminate your exposure, to help prevent you from becoming a target, and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We do this in part by encouraging our law enforcement clients to take the X-Insurance See It, Say Something pledge. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us, and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing insurance policy. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. At X-Insurance, we believe in good police officers, and we believe in protecting good police officers. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. AAR listeners, you're tuned in to personal security. It's why you carry a gun or maybe own a fire extinguisher. Why wouldn't you do the same with the financial assets you've accumulated over the years? Cornerstone Asset Metals is managed by accredited asset management specialists that serve your needs in protecting and preserving your wealth through dedicated, customized strategies just like they do for me. Founder and CEO Terry Strake and his team are here to serve you. Visit CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for more information and to talk to an advisor. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for more. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but neck down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and whiskey. Who laid down their lives and their fortunes forging the bedrock of this republic and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Lead Slinger's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Lead Slinger's Whiskeys and Rum, visit LeadSlingersWhiskey.com today. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back. Let's give Defender Coffee a really big shout out right now, Greg, down in Dallas, Texas, because I'm, I've got this stuff coursing through my veins right now. You're main veining it. I am main veining it. I'm going to get another cup at the top of the hour here in the studio. Uh, it's it, Defender Coffee is working for me right now, and by the time this hour is over, I'm going to be ready to go another three hours, which doesn't bode well for sleeping later, but nonetheless, I digress. DefenderCoffee.com, it works, it's great, and you know what? You support the Second Amendment when you drink a cup of Defender Coffee because you have a choice of three locations to send your money, one of which 
is the is the Second Amendment Foundation, which I would highly recommend that you do. And those numbers came up when I was talking with Alan at the Gun Rights Policy Conference last week. The numbers are real. Defender Coffee sends a portion of the profits, in this case, my case, to the Second Amendment Foundation. And they see real money. And you can support SAF without having to send anything other than whatever it is you're buying, however much you're spending on coffee. So it's a, it's a great concept. It's a no-brainer. Let's support Defender Coffee. Use the promo code AAR. Let them know that you're hearing it here on Armed American Radio. And they've been with us for a number of years now. They do great work. DefenderCoffee.com. Mark Walters in the Car Firearms Group Studios with you on the Sig Sauer microphone. The video brought to you by Lead Slinger. All of it presented by X Insurance. Let's go back to Dr. John Lott from CrimeResearch.org. That's the CPRC, Crime Prevention Research Center, where you can donate to John, as I do, as my producer here, Greg, does. You can do the same thing. Five bucks, ten bucks, fifty bucks, five hundred, five thousand, whatever you can afford. Dr. Lott and that organization needs the help to get this real information out there. This is the only way we counter what we're hearing from the other side. Dr. Lott, welcome back. I I was talking with Greg during the break, and I have a feeling, uh, just because I know I'm in sync with my listeners on hundreds of stations, I see emails all the time. I want to ask a couple questions here about this because I'm still at a loss. When I look at, for example... Just the basic statement from the Fox piece. All in, 360 active shooter incidents were identified by CPRC between 2014 and 2021, with 124 stopped by armed citizens. FBI identified 252 active shooter incidents during the same time period with only 11 thwarted armed citizens. My first question is, where are they getting that 11? And where do you find the 124? Is this coming from news reports that the FBI isn't seeing? Are they burying things? How How is that number so different during that time period? Well, I think, again, we're looking at news reports. They looked at news reports. Mm-hmm. And uh, they claim that they only found 11 of them that wow, okay. uh, fit that de- definition. We claim that there's at least 124 that fit that definition. But again, uh, people don't need to take my word for it. Uh, We list them out there. We have links to each of the news stories that are there. And so people can check them out themselves. But the FBI hasn't gone and checked them out themselves. And this is the information that you're bringing to them, correct? Well, I mean, when I was working at the Department of Justice and before that, uh, I've shown it to them. I've sent them the material. They've seen it. Uh, I've had correspondence with them well in the past, and, uh, you know, they've admitted to me that they haven't gotten them all, at least in writing they've admitted, but they don't go back and fix it. And, uh, you know, it just, uh, I mean, that's the most troubling thing to me. Uh, You know, as I said before, people can make mistakes, but uh, if somebody says, okay, you may miss these things, but here they are, and here's links to them. But, you know, it's not just the FBI that's this way. Uh, I reached out. I've reached out to both the Associated Press and the Washington Post because uh, they were among the many places that had news stories after the uh, Greenwood Mall uh, right. shooting uh, where uh, the young 22-year-old stopped the attack. Um, and... Uh, uh, I, for example, for the Associated Press guy, I actually talked to him on the phone and I sent him emails and I said, look, um, here's the report that I did while I was at the Department of Justice. 
Uh, here's also the cases we put together since then. Uh, here's links to them. Uh, you know, you don't need to take my word for it. You can just look and read them yourself. Uh, a couple weeks went by. He didn't make any corrections to the story, so I reached out again to him. And um, he said that, there, and I quote this uh, on our on our page, he says there was no reason to make any correction because he had accurately reported what that report had said. Now, that wasn't my point. The point was right. that I was making was that the, re the report is flawed. It's missing lots of cases. And at the very least, you would... Look, I thought it would be a news story just by itself that mm -hmm. the FBI had was off by more than a factor of 10, like a factor of 11, of what the actual number of cases were, that they had just one eleventh of the number of cases where legally armed civilians have stopped these types of active shooting cases. Uh, I also thought it would be newsworthy not only that they made the mistake, but they had been told about it and had never fixed it. And... Um, you know, the reporters could go back and check for themselves if they wanted to. I don't think they were interested in doing that. Um, I reached out to the reporter at the Washington Post, who was the lead author on it, and, uh, you know, he never got back to me about it. So, uh, uh, you know, I guess so. The, it's not only troublesome that the government is this way, but I think it's at least as troublesome uh, that the so-called watchdogs in the media uh, aren't interested in getting, uh, you know, looking at this data or seeing if the government reports right because, you know, maybe it just fits their narrative. Well, it's troubling. For a couple questions come to my mind on this. Do we know if they did the did the FBI include the Greenwood? I mean, this was widely reported, albeit well, no, but the Greenwood, briefly. The Greenwood. They only have the cases up to 2021. Okay. The Greenwood was this year. 2022, So right. uh, they'll have the report for 2022 will come out like in April or something next year. And, and that's when we'll find. That's when we'll find out. I would, I, I, yeah, well, I, I mean, imagine that they couldn't that. possibly overlook it. Right. It was so yeah, widely no, reported. They'll probably include that. But look, I mean, there are other cases that got a lot of attention that they botched. So, for example, um, in... Uh, December 2019, there was that attack at the church near Fort Worth. Uh, right. You had uh, uh, two people were killed in there, but uh, you had so many of the parishioners were carrying concealed handguns. One of them uh, pulled out his gun and and killed the attacker there. Right. And uh, <clears throat> Um, the FBI, though, cl doesn't classify that as a civilian stopping the attack because the FBI classifies that as a security guard stopping the attack. Uh, uh, see, that's I was nuanced. The, that... Well, I don't know. Nuance isn't what I would say. But the, I reached out and uh, talked to uh, the gentleman who, who saved the day there and killed the attacker. And I asked him whether he was a security guard there, and he says, no, I mean, everybody, the, the, the minister there just said, look, if you have a concealed carry permit as far as he's concerned, you're an honorary security guard. And, okay. uh, and nobody's getting paid. They don't even, didn't even know exactly the number of people right. who were carrying that day. He, he told me he thought it was someplace between 18 to 20. All right, John, hold on. Hold that thought. I want to go back to that when we come back, because I also covered a story in Texas, Sutherland Springs. We'll talk about it when we come back with John Lott. 
Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 425- Four five four seventy twelve. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. As a gun owner, have you ever thought about the liability that would come with having to use your weapon in self-defense? Or the liability that would come with having one of your guns stolen or misused? Or perhaps you work in a profession like security or law enforcement that requires you to carry a gun. Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing policy. But call today and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. 
segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Mike Lindell and MyPillow. Don't forget to use the promo code AAR at MyPillow.com. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back indeed. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today and every day. Hundreds of radio stations across the country. Missoula, Montana, I want to give you a shout out. Billings, Helena, and I believe Bozeman, Montana. We love you guys up there. Thanks for tuning in. All of it here brought to you on the Sig Sauer microphone. Wonderful group. I'll be up with Sig Sauer on Thursday. Coming up later this week, having just returned from Car Arms earlier today, the video presentation, should you want to watch the program, we'll, tell, we'll let Greg tell you how to do that in a few minutes, all brought to you by Lead Slingers and X-Insurance, presenting the entire program. Please visit all of our partners, including CrimeResearch.org. You can find them all at ArmedAmericanRadio.com. I'm talking with Dr. John Lott, founder of CrimeResearch.org. John, the conversation during the breaks is a good one here because I, when I look at some of this, and I see the numbers that you have up here. A couple things jump out to me in my simple mind. Uh, uh, for example, I covered in the previous hour a piece by the Washington Post that came up three days ago on the 6th. Gun control groups urge government to drop Sutherland Springs appeal. And the government is appealing the, the lawsuit by the families to the tune of millions of dollars for failing to put information on this guy's, the, the killer in Sutherland Springs. His discharge from the Air Force and the the crimes he the Air Force knew, and we have the information that this man was dangerous. And I it dawned on me, as I was looking at this during the break and reading it earlier, I was covering it for a different purpose. But nowhere in the Washington Post piece is is Stephen Williford even mentioned. And we all know what Stephen Williford did at Sutherland Springs with his AR-15 fired at the guy, got him out of the church, and gave chase to the individual. The Washington Post never covered that. So when I, when I look at this, the difference between what the FBI is calling a security guard, to me, it seems egregious. Now, that begs this question, and I, I, I don't like to, to go this way with you, but it begs the question because people's distrust with the FBI. Is this political? And would you have gotten a different response at the DOJ with a Biden DOJ FBI run or Trump DOJ run, would they be or would did you get the sense that they would report something differently because of the politics involved today? Could that be involved? I, I can't get into people's minds on this particular right. one. I mean, do I believe that there's a lot of uh, liberal bias in the FBI? Yeah, sure. I believe that because of other stuff that I've done with them. But, you know, uh, and other statements have been made to me. But, um, look, uh, to me, the most important things are, one, uh, what are the actual facts, okay? Right. And, two, the fact that uh, they won't fix these errors even when they're pointed out to them. So that, to me, maybe goes a little bit towards bias there. Uh, right. As opposed, as you know, comparing the Trump administration to the Biden administration, uh, you know, I worked there during the Trump administration, and I got no place with regard to it. Even though the um, uh, Theo Wald, who was uh, my boss for part of the time there, uh, tried to push this, um, uh, he was the uh, uh, acting assistant attorney general for the Office of Legal Policy, and. Uh, you know, he tried to push. Uh, he he had me do a report. I did a report on the errors in the FBI uh, active shooting reports, and um, and he took it and he pushed it, uh, but it went no place. So, um, uh, you know, I I can't. 
Yeah, I, I, I hear. I don't mean to put you on the spot. I know you, it's hard to. I know you can't get it. I can't either. But I, I, I go to this breakdown, then I'll move on to red flags for the remainder of the program because I, I have to get to your other piece as well. But in this case, for to me, for example, when I hear security guard, John, I think of an individual that works for ABC Church Security, gets up in the morning, puts yeah, his church security uniform on, goes to work as church security, comes home and takes it off after stopping a killing. In this case, it was an individual who is working church security on behalf of the, per, of the, of the parish and goes home and takes off his Sunday best. That's the line there. You could have a security guard that you don't want to dress in uniform. I can understand right. that. I mean, you and I have talked about that many times. If you, you don't want to make it, uh, attackers realize who the one person there might be with the gun because that gives the attacker real advantage. That's the person he'll kill first. But, uh, look, um, <laughs> There are lots of people in that church. The the killer surely picked that wrong church at that time. If there are 18 to 20 people with concealed carry permits there, uh, and uh, you know they didn't even know. They all they said was, if you have a concealed carry permit, you're welcome to carry. And we're as far as we're concerned, you're an honorary security guard. Now, one Bingo. thing I'll point out, I think it's because the media was able to call them an honorary security guard, that the attack got as much attention as it did, or that it was stopped by somebody there firing a gun got attention. Because I think if it was clear to the media to begin with that it was just a regular civilian there who stopped the attack, I don't think they would have given it as much coverage. And therein lies your bias, guys, that John just nailed it. That John just said what I was trying to explain. And therein lies the difference. The media want, does not want to cover that, and sometimes they're forced to, just like, we, just like we know what happened at the Greenwood Mall shooting. It's fascinating how that distinction is made. It will be interesting to see the 2022 numbers, John, and I know you'll report them. Guys, please visit crimeresearch.org. John puts this information up for you to see, something the FBI does not. John puts the articles up there. Everything that he's talking about is supported and backed up at crimeresearch.org. This costs money. Please help us out here. This information is so vital. As little as five bucks goes a million miles here. While they're working on taxpayer dollars and billionaire funding, we work on us. And this information is vital. And the fact that it has gotten as much attention now is proof positive that it works. John, let's switch quickly over to media spin on gun control doesn't match voters' opinions. And I went to the real clear politics. It was picked up in other places. But this was your analysis on red flag laws being the top priority of Democrats and gun control advocates. Yet polls are showing and polls show that Americans overwhelmingly support the measures, as you state, by margins ranging from two to one to three to one. Congress recently passed legislation providing funding for states that adopted these laws. However, once Americans figure out how these laws work, what happens? Right. Well, so we hired McLaughlin Associates uh, to go and do the survey, and they asked people whether they supported a law that would allow judges to temporarily take away the guns from people who are are thought to be a danger to themselves or others. And when we asked that, by a two-to-one ratio, uh, American who are going to general election voters supported it. And that's the way the question keeps on getting asked by other Mm -hmm. surveyors around the country uh, and over time. But there's a problem with that, and that is, um, and I understand why pollsters have to simplify things a little bit. 
They can't read long discussions there about everything that's involved with these laws. But, for example, you know, when you say uh, a judge can temporarily take away somebody's gun, um, is there a hearing? Uh, you know, do people assume that there's a hearing? Do people assume that you can question the evidence that's there? So what we did was we said, okay, well, first of all, we asked them whether they support it, given the same type of question, the, the wording that other surveys use. And then we say, okay, um, does it matter to you whether or not, uh, does it matter to you that these red flag laws uh, do not have a hearing uh, before uh, the judge makes the decision? They just has a, a written complaint by somebody. And given that these are overwhelmingly used for suicides, does it matter that there are no mental health care professionals involved in the evaluation? And uh, when you point those are not involved with, uh, with red flag laws, it goes from two to one support to almost two to one opposed. It just Okay, it. John, stop right there. I, that's a perfect place. I, I, these darn breaks, Greg. I could just keep going and going and going like the Energizer bunny on my Defender coffee right now. And, I, John, I'm sorry to have to stop you there because this is so important. Guys, this is what we've been talking about for so long since the subject of red flags. This is how they get away with it. They don't want you to know the other side. That when people are actually asked about it the proper way, well, guess what happens? The script is flipped. We'll be back with John, who will explain it in detail for us. Fascinating stuff. Don't go away. Let me start off with two words. Made in America. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Armed American Radio listeners, I'm proud to announce a new partner here on the Armed American Radio Daily Defense Program, Revelation1911Armory.com. Family owned and operated. The family started the company in order to protect our Second Amendment rights, and it's grown into a full-fledged online business. We want everybody to be able to exercise and express their God-given rights. Revelation1911Armory.com does that. What's available for you? Ammo, handguns, rifles, shotguns, magazines, accessories, and more. Revelation1911Armory.com. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. From Crossbreed Holsters comes the Women's Appendix. With softer leather and smoother corners, the Women's Appendix holster was designed specifically with the female body in mind. This holster is intended for popular small firearms and has no cant, so it can be worn on the front side of the body. Featuring a Crossbreed hand-molded pocket for a perfect fit, we ensure the Women's Appendix is your answer for any woman who wants to carry a small firearm in a front position. This versatile holster can be worn in the standard appendix or cross-draw fashion. Find your perfect fit today at CrossbreedHolsters.com. 
AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org, crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. As a gun owner, have you ever thought about the liability that would come with having to use your weapon in self-defense? Or the liability that would come with having one of your guns stolen or misused? Or perhaps you work in a profession like security or law enforcement that requires you to carry a gun. Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us, and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing policy. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. segment of Armed American Radio is being sponsored by Crossbreed Holsters. Make sure to visit crossbreedholsters.com. Now let's get back to me. Yeah, not just Crossbreed Holsters, all of our partners. Mark Walters, Car Firearms Group Studio, Six Hour Mike lit up. Lead Slingers bringing you the video. X Insurance presenting everything. Don't settle for good enough coverage. You know where to find our partners, armedamericanradio.com. I apologize. I, I know the brakes pay the bills. But, I, John, I didn't want to have to stop you, so I, I want to turn the mic back over to you because what you said is fascinating because we all know it. And let me just say this. I'm seeing comments in the chat that uh, quest, uh, saying, imagine that. Dr. Lott is all about full disclosure and the government is about obfuscation. Who would have thought? That's from Martin and a couple other ones back there saying we trust crime, pre, uh, crime research numbers more than we would ever trust the FBI's. So let me go back to that. The way the question is phrased, you literally just told us that it flips the script. People go from one to two to three to three to two agreeing with it until they find out the truth. Well, wait a minute. No, I don't support that. Is that what you're telling us when it's when people are made aware of the upside down turning the justice system on its head? That they I mean, disagree? there's only I mean, there are multiple points we could have made, but we have to keep it simple, obviously. Right. So we just focused on two things, and that was whether there was a hearing before the person's guns taken away and whether mental health care professionals were involved in the process. The red flag laws 
don't have hearings before the gun is initially taken away from somebody, and they don't involve mental health care professionals in that decision-making about whether to take away a person's guns initially. And, uh, yeah, no, it uh, had a big impact, just those two points. Um, And the interesting thing is that the people whose views changed the most were Democrats and liberals. I mean, they were obviously the most strongly supporting the law to begin with, uh, Mm -hmm. so maybe they had more room to change. But But they were the ones who... Uh, I guess we're least well-informed about what the law did. And that's not the only survey we did. We did a a survey earlier this year uh, where we asked people uh, what percent of violent crime involves guns. I mean, you listen to Biden and all of his speeches on violent crime, he pretty much just focuses, particularly the first several talks, were virtually exclusively on guns. Uh, And so we asked people, and uh, it turns out that about 58 percent of Democrats and about 38 percent or no, I'm sorry, uh, Democrats on average think that 58 percent of violent crime involves guns and Republicans on average think that about 38 percent of violent crime involves guns. Um, There's a problem, though. Because the true numbers are less than 8%. So Democrats are off by about 50 percentage points, and Republicans are off by about 30 percentage points. And uh, uh, it turns out that the people who most overestimate uh, the percentage of violent crime involving guns are the ones, not surprisingly, who most strongly support even stricter gun control laws. I mean, there's some people in the sample who think that over 90% of violent crime involves guns. So if you think, you know, if you think virtually all violent crime involves guns, uh, and, uh, you know, they don't think that there are really many defensive gun uses out there, uh, it'd be surprising if they didn't support, you know, gun bans or other strict types of gun controls out there. And so... Uh, you know, I would blame both the, the Democrats, the president, and the media for the media, right. making it so that people are that ill-informed. I mean, that's, you know, if the, if the true rate of violent crime involving guns is, let's say, 8%, but the average Democrat thinks that it's uh, 58%, that's a pretty big gap that's there. And it's not too surprising, then, that Democrats are even more strongly in favor of gun control than other groups, which are more active. One of the things that I thought was most interesting is that uh, if you look by education and income, the people who were most incorrect were people who had gone to graduate school and people who made over $200,000 a year in income. Those people had the highest estimates for uh, the percentage of violent crime involving guns. Uh, Poor people, people who hadn't finished high school or just finished high school, uh, were the most accurate. Uh, And possibly that's just because of the fact that poor people who don't have that much education are more likely to be victims of violent crime, so they're more likely to realize that you know, not all violent crime involves guns. Um, and, uh, but, you know, you have uh, people with graduate degrees uh, support much stricter gun control laws, even though they are the most incorrect about what the actual numbers are.
Well, you know, it seems to me that this is a, a direct result of where people are getting their information, where people in certain categories or socioeconomic uh, rungs on the ladder may be are, are getting their information. And again, this goes back to a biased media, John, where imagine if the media over the last 20 or 30 years actually covered the true stories of defensive gun uses. People's opinions would have changed radically and drastically over the years. It's a direct result of the inf- of where people are deriving their information from. It makes sense when you lay it out this way. No question about it. And I, I think people that fit into those categories would tend to watch news reports, or I say news and put them in air quotes, where the narrative is being pushed that guns are bad. That's why they think the way they think. And that's where they're getting, that's how they're getting their information. So it all fits together, John. And ladies and gentlemen, if this isn't more proof of why this information is so vital, I don't know what to tell you. Okay? Because these numbers are the facts. John is transparent with these numbers. You can go and read this at crimeresearch.org, and you don't have to sit there and try to figure it out. John lays it out for you at crimeresearch.org. And I ask every one of you to please go there and support it and get this information in people's hands. Maybe you have a family member or a coworker or some colleague, whoever it may be, a neighbor that you can't reach. Talk to them. Give them this information. Let them see it for themselves so they can make up their... You know, a lot of people are fixable. John, I, I gotta, uh, it's time to stop right now. I could keep going with you for another hour, but a, a fascinating and incredibly informative hour with you. Thank you for being here, John. I appreciate it very, very much. Well, thank you. I mean, it doesn't... I mean, we spend a lot of time, you know, working 80-hour weeks or whatever, putting right. this together, but it doesn't do us any good if other people don't read it. So, you know, it's important that they sign up for our email list so that they can get this type of information and and pass it on to others. Yeah, crimeresearch.org, guys. Go over there and sign up. And if you can throw five bucks over there, ten bucks for whatever you've got, this information is just critical. And if this this hour wasn't proof, it's a fascinating hour. I I really enjoyed it. Uh, A deep dive into this stuff. And when you, oh, John, great work. And, And thank goodness for you getting this information out there in a number of different sources. I'm glad everybody picked it up. Your work did not go unnoticed. Up at Car Arms at the Rod of Iron, I can promise you, a lot of people were talking well, about Well, I mean, we need week. to get out. I mean, I, I need help to try to get into the mainstream media more. I mean, it's good that right. Fox covered both of these reports that we did this past week. But, you know, you've got to get past even Fox, though. I mean, Yeah, uh, we, we have to. We have to get it out there. John Lott, thank you, my brother. It was really fun talking with you about this and getting this information out. Ladies and gentlemen, that's John Lott, crimeresearch.org. Wow, an incredible hour. Please help us here. This information is so vital, and unfortunately, it doesn't get in the right hands all the time. But we can make that happen. That's why Armed American Radio is so important for getting this information out there. Support the people that make all of this discussion possible. Coming up in the next hour, we're going to take another deep dive into some of the topics we've already covered and some new ones with Brad Primo from Lead Slingers and the great Neil McCabe, the uh, correspondent, the great on-air correspondent, on-camera correspondent for One American News will be here. Justin uh, Moon will not be here because of the event that he is handling up at Car Arms right now. We'll be back six minutes after on the flip side. Don't go away. Just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network.
It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com.